It's been about an hour. Should we start talking about the game? <laughs> there was a game this week? What Sorry. the fuck? I thought, our, I thought the game this week was uh, Christianity. Yeah, this, this is a religion <laughs> podcast now. We're, we decide to forego the politics and just go full religion. So God, I can't wait to fucking leave 20 minutes of religion talk in the intro and then just get like 10 angry emails like, no, no, cut it out. Fucking cut it out. Right. <laughs> Supply like, side of Jesus I mean, isn't my Jesus. <laughs> I was gonna say like i did last week when i like listened and i was like no like, the 15 minutes of furry porn needs to go like no cut it out mccoy mccoy no but what's hilarious is like your 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 critique was this it was like it's too long i'd prefer seven solid minutes of furry porn as opposed to this 15 minutes of garbage it's oh. <laughs> like all right sure yeah okay oh. Oh, that's great. Yeah. By the way, I took a I took an online quiz and apparently my fursona is a seagull. <laughs> that's like, not even what a fucking fursona, dude. That they don't even have fur. What? <laughs> they don't have penises either, dude. They just have cloacas. What the fuck yeah, they're, they're it's like really reptiles. bad. Like, like dude, it's reptiles? rough. I think they are. I, it's oh my fucking God, I'm a so seagull. Glad that Craig's aliens. recording. I'm. <laughs> is, can, can this be the intro? Is McCoy introducing his fursona? <laughs> No, I don't think birds, so. birds are reptiles, so you're technically a scaly. Yeah, is that a, is that? I was actually curious, like yes. if they have feathers or fur. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, uh, yes, uh, birds are, all, all birds called. are reptiles. All birds are reptiles, so technically birds are. Um, uh, actually, birds are technically dinosaurs. They're, I think, the last living dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like pterodactyls and shit, basically, right? What are alligators and crocodiles? I thought those were. Kind of they're aliens they're also yeah, reptiles that. i think that they are like um they're also ancient but i don't believe they're part of the dinosaur clades ah. whatever they're called um got it they're super right. old and they haven't changed in a million years so that's pretty cool i know mm. me too bro <laughs> <laughs> now recording all right awesome well this took a long time to get to this moment but Boy, did we talk about a lot in terms and of no, no one's gonna hear it. <laughs> yeah. Just I feel us. like Adam is like the voice of the listener because he's always like, "Hey, they have no idea what the fuck you're talking about." And everyone's like, "Ha ha, yeah, wow, that's actually true." Uh, like every time, <laughs> like every fucking time. Well, to our dear listener, you know, in this hour that we were supposed to be recording, but instead just bullshitting around, we talked about potential processional music for my wedding, which includes but is not limited to uh, the Smiths' Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. Um, we that was talked my suggestion. <laughs> what the yep. fuck? James, James suggested that. Um, let's see. We also talked about, we, we talked heavily about the 28-day uh, calendar year um and you know the potential benefits and downsides to that 13 month um, which, calendar is superior yep 13 month calendar <laughs> and then uh, yeah then we talked about religion i mean basically like with this week's game it's like we decided to hit every single topic in the entire universe before coming down to baba's you because we're just except like except <laughs> gaming we didn't we didn't really talk about games this game has us in a cerebral mood <clears throat> yes yeah, exactly yeah. We're, we're we're feeling very scholarly tonight you know we're all just sat back and we're, we're ready to talk some gaming logic uh but we had to prime ourselves with some questions of the of the universe obviously um this is like oh, the yeah, longest we... <laughs> like tell not show i've ever heard in my life like <laughs> this is like here's a sh like a long list of things that we talked about that were interesting that we're not gonna show you it's like 
sick. I mean, unless the listener just wanted to hear like 15 minutes of like conversation that kind of followed and conversation that kind of lulled because we were all watching vines at the same time. So then it would just be silence and us going like, (laughs) 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 and we just like isolate each person's audio like one time randomly during a vine and just like (laughs) hearing them just being like, (laughs) murder. Like, my God. Oh, it's perfect. Geez. Oh, yeah. All and I can then, say you know, that, as yo. amidst all that scholarly talk, we also figured out McCoy's fursona, which is a seagull. Oh, you're going to fucking do this to me? You're going <laughs> to fucking do this to me. You're going to. But more importantly, this is what we found out about that's this not shit actually a valid persona. Yeah, no, it's not a valid first persona, of all, for sure. <laughs> we'll get there. But I fucking love how high and mighty Zoe acts when she when we spent 20 minutes last time talking about furry porn before the recording. The first thing she mentions on the recording is furry porn and then just proceeds to just insult all of us for jumping on that. It's bullshit. Same shit here. I didn't mention furry porn, but am I about to go on a 20 minute rant? Maybe. <laughs> Someone will stop you. Exactly. Yeah, I did take an online quiz. I did, I did look for like, you know, those quizzes that are like, what type of lover are you? It's like that. But it's just with your was persona. Was it a BuzzFeed quiz? <laughs> I, so I, I tried to take the BuzzFeed quiz, but I felt that it was of subpar quality. So I so what type of <laughs> so I went to a different <laughs> quiz, and the result that I got um, was a seagull. <laughs> and so, which uh, interestingly is not a mammal and does not have fur, which tracks <laughs> for me. So I don't know. Like it's just it, yeah. it was it, honestly McCoy's a little embarrassing. One of a kind. I was. <laughs> I was imagining so many like amazing animals and like thinking about how cool it would be, you know, but I guess the cool ones are pretty hard to get on these quizzes that or maybe just my particular answers in the 30 question quiz was just like all roads point just, to seagull. Yeah, the yeah you just that, like have on cool those answers. Kind of- on those kinds of quizzes, they like could very easily just make everything everyone cool. It's like horoscopes, right? Or yeah. like advice columns, not advice columns, but like on horoscopes or whatever, you just say something vaguely good will happen to you, or like you're just generally a good person in particular ways. It's always positive because then you come back because you like what you hear. But they're like, hey, so you took our quiz, you're a trash bird. It's like, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like a, yeah. I'm not like a tiger or like something cool. Like, I'm, I'm. A bird that eats trash and steals your french fries. <laughs> that yeah. actually reminds me, like, so you know, like, how there's the Pottermore website uh, where you can, like, get oh, sorted God, into I your Harry Potter. Yeah. So, like, one of the things you can do is, like, figure out what your Patronus animal is, which is, like, just an animal that comes out of one of your spells in the books. And um, for, for you know, all of our non-Harry Potter reading uh, <laughs> listeners out there. Except That's the equivalent of your furry um, this slice of the demographic is getting very small. <laughs> exactly. Like, isn't it? Like, is oh, it offensive God, to it your is, Patronus if you don't wear the suit of the animal that it is? I don't you know? think that's what the Patronus is for. But anyway, the fact is, like, my family, Whoa. we were all taking the quiz. And, uh, you know, I get this, like, yellow-tailed hawk. And, like, my mom gets, like, a wolfhound. And then my sister takes this Patronus quiz, and it's, like, a field mouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's what I got, too. And it's, like, rude, but, oh, I mean, God. sure. That is actually somewhat fitting of your sister from the little I know of her. At least, like, like she was just, like, soft-spoken, you know? I could see mouse out of that. I don't know. Oh, like, from the few times that she came to visit me in college, you mean? Yeah. I mean, I could see her being like, oh, I don't know you at all. I'm not going to be particularly forward. But I was like, ah, yes. 
like <laughs> field but, house. You know. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That, exactly. So when I made this uh, quiz, and then I made sure that the answers were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we Dude, I will say though. You. Yeah. So. Oh God. Okay. Speaking of uh, here we are. Here we are. Personas, I guess. But no, this is uh, yeah. us. This, this week we did uh, play Baba's You, where you do kind of play a furry-like creature. Um, <laughs> well, you play as Baba. a concept. As, as a sometimes this is a Baba. Sometimes it's a wall. Sometimes yeah. it's a, a, a huge a pile of flags. Sometimes it's keki. Um, sometimes it's water. Right. You can be anything. Is it keki? Is it kiki? I don't know. Kiki would be with eyes, I would think. Yeah, I just go with keki. I would think that too. Keki? Keke? Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. so Baba is You, which was uh, released in March 2019 by a Finnish indie developer by the name of RV Tekari, I believe his last name is pronounced as. But yeah, so like it's a game where it's it's a puzzle centric game where you move and manipulate tiled words to create new sets of rules in order to reach a desired outcome. So it's mainly just like linking operator words such as like and and is with verb tiles such as push, stop, melt. Um, so I, I guess yeah. for the sake of uh, clarifying the discussion, I would like to lay out some nomenclature. Okay. Um, so every rule in Baba is You is of the form um, like noun and then some kind of operator that's is, has, or and um, that I've seen at least. There might be more. Uh, an oper- So that's the operator. Um Object, operator, and um, I guess attribute. Attribute can be things like push or stop, like which allows you to push it, or sync, which makes things sync in that. Um, closed, which causes things with the open opera. Uh, I'm mus- mucking up my own attribute. nomenclature here. Attribute, yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, attribute um, to open that and those two annihilate each other. Um, so, yeah. Um, right. It's definitely a very hard game to try to articulate in audio format, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. Uh, Did you guys remember the top, like the one puzzle game. where there was like, let's see, uh, let's do grid nomenclature. Okay, so zero, zero was empty. Zero, one was empty. Zero, two was empty. Like, you know, just like build the whole thing <laughs> in audio form. <laughs> oh, God. But for the most part, like most of these puzzles, you and yeah, like Adam says, it does like it does vary. But I guess like first you start out as Baba is you and Baba is this little, you know, sheep like furry avatar that you can move around the board (laughs) to push all these tiles Um you know, in a line. Yo, can you drop the furry and- thing? We're trying to have an academic discussion here, and it's just like really fucking me over. McCoy, you are the one that is making these connections. You're the one. No, that's I'm not. I'm bringing it back twice, to the like casually. Baba is a nondescript ball of fur um, that okay. could either no, be a rabbit or a enough. bunny no, just, or, or a sheep. Or it's unclear. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Baba it, is also the most precious thing in the world. It is. It's a really cute okay. little character. But yeah, so it, like it, for the most part, you play as Baba, and then your goal is to always touch what is typically a flag at the end. Like flag is win is the outcome. So then you have to touch the flag and therefore win. Or but, make something yeah. else be win. You just have to touch right. the winning thing. Right. So basically, right. you can make yourself be yeah. winning because then victory was inside of you all along. 
Exactly. Wow. There well, is an internal message to this. Message. <laughs> so actually, I think like one of the, I guess I can also open up this discussion with a quote that I found actually from RV Takari that he talked about um, when creating this, because um, his his aim for this was to create a puzzle game that invoked a sort of feeling. And so he just said, and I'll quote, um, the most satisfying moments in puzzle games are those which present the player with simple but hard to wrap your head around situations. So that solving that uh, that puzzle, um, you know, so that solving that puzzle is about figuring out that one neat twist, end quote. So, like, that's kind of how mm. this game is. Like, it does seem very... It, it's, it's a very simple concept, right? You just move words around and you try to touch the winning thing. However, this game, in particular levels that you play, getting to that outcome is very... Um, very mind-bending. Like, you know, talk about a brain hemorrhage after playing this game for two hours, you know. After a while, you're twisting your mind in all sorts of ways, but then you find that one twist in the puzzle to make yourself win, and you're just like, ah, that was satisfying. Like, I got that. I figured this game out. And then you go to the next puzzle and get complete, completely destroyed because you're like, oh, wait, I don't know anything about this game. <laughs> yeah. Or alternatively, you step up from the computer and try to have a conversation with someone else and realize that you're no longer capable of any intellectual thought at all. <laughs> and you just sort of slump into your chair and you're like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> like, what's happening to me? Um, yeah. Yeah. This game is hard. Um, mm -hmm. It's yeah. hard in a lot of, I think it's a good kind of hard. Um one thing that I found interesting was that there is a sort of tutorial. When I play puzzle games, I like to really look at how they teach the player because teaching the players is super important in puzzle games. Usually you have to layer mechanics on top of each other. But Bob as you doesn't really do that because the mechanics, the, the core mechanics are so simple. Um, they give you sometimes new attributes or, I mean, it doesn't really matter. All objects are the same. It's just that they are defined differently. Um, one of the tutorial levels even teaches you that you shouldn't trust what an object is and always look at the rules because there's this one that you can't really solve if it's like you're in a small cage and there's some grass and grass is defined as stop so you notice pretty quickly that you can't walk over the grass and you can't really push the things in the right direction and then you notice that wall hasn't been defined as stop and you just like walk yeah. through the walls right. um, so like that is one of the levels that kind of teaches you like you have preconceived notions that flags are supposed to be win and that walls are supposed to be stop, but that's not always the case. The yeah. rules are the only thing that matters. And it even um, goes outwards to be like, I know the title of the game is Baba is You, but that does, as you already mentioned, has, does, that does not have to be true either. Like you can be other things and you don't have to get Baba to the finish line. You have to get whatever you are to the finish line and you can be the wall. And it's just like, it's, it's you know, it's interesting when you talk about the tutorial stuff though, like I feel like at least for the first two hours of this game, it doesn't even, it, it almost never stops the tutorial because it's always just with each puzzle design, like it's just throwing in a little extra, a little extra. Now you have to use the is in two directions. You know what I mean? You have to do it like, like I guess vertically and left to right. And like, or like now you have to sort of know a little bit more about how these things interact or now you have to use a different keyword. So they just, they kind of like slowly teach you basically throughout this game i feel like at least for the first bunch of hours the game yeah. the game doesn't make you the, the game keeps you learning um and keeps you thinking in new ways but it doesn't so to be clear none of us actually like 
beat this game because it's a very long and very difficult game but um i saw what i think might kind of be the final level but that's not really that impressive because there's a lot more outside of that anyway um Mm -hmm. Uh, the game doesn't teach like stop you from learning or like stop teaching you new things, but like the first chunk on the overworld, those section of levels teach you very mm-hmm. specific core things to how the game operates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like each one of those, you can see how it like forces you in a very easy. Like the only thing you can manipulate is to make walls no longer be stop, and now you can walk mm-hmm. through them. And those are the only, like the first two things that you can do and you have to do um, is like the second or third level. Um, so they like teach you these basic core concepts in the overworld and then each subworld will usually introduce a new, um, uh, like a new operator or a new, uh, attribute and you have to solve a puzzle while learning what that does. Um, so those are more true puzzles. Like they are still teaching you things, but, um, like the intro to this game teaches you how the basic mechanics of it work what objects are, what operators are, and what attributes are. Um, and, like, kind of breaks you out of some preconceived notions that you may have, um, like that walls are necessarily things that stop you from moving. Um, yeah. And then you have to, mm-hmm. like, from there it becomes, like, a really difficult puzzler where you're doing, shenan- like, Sokoban shenanigans and also programming a game within itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, once you get to the binary store part where it's just spitting out zeros and ones, that's where it got hard for me. But yeah, no, it's like, I mean, I even play, I remember playing the first, the very, very first level like twice because I because you get this feeling with this game a lot. That's like, wait, can I do? I seem to think that with the rules that it's showing me, I can do this. In other words, wait, can I just be the walls and then just waltz like 18 tiles at once, like o- over to the wind flag? Like maybe I can do that. And you totally can. So <laughs> that the breaking of the preconceived notions at the beginning is is pretty rad and they definitely like you think you've got all your preconceived notions broken but then they sort of like even have more tricks for you up their sleeve later on where you kind of have to think outside the box which you know it's it's interesting because i think like if we're talking about the difficulty of this game like i i feel like how do i put this it's like some of the later puzzles are not what this that quote that you mentioned at the beginning zoe is where it's like ah it's one thing that you learn and then that takes you over the edge like some of the later ones are like pretty complex sequencing and a lot of like okay what the fuck is happening okay so i think i moved this one here and then like that one here and then i'm gonna have to like okay later i'm gonna have to do this this and this and then and like that stuff like that is just super fucking hard at least for me to like map out in my head so like i i just i guess i would would say this to all of you and i'd be curious if you guys feel similarly but my like main critique with all puzzle games is always this. They start like obviously very easy and they're teaching you the game and then they get harder and harder or not all of them, but a lot of them choose to get harder and harder and harder with each set of puzzles that they give you, right? You go on to new stages or you go on to new sections or whatever and they're getting harder. They're adding new mechanics uh, and not all of them do this, but a lot, a lot, a lot of them do. And so then they go from like very easy to like, ah, oh, that was a reasonable challenge, but I still feel satisfied to like, wow, this is getting quite hard, but I am satisfied. And then they always outscale past the point where I feel like is the perfect difficulty for me at least. And they go into like, and this is crazy fucking hard, dude, what's up? And I'm just like, I fucking hate this. And I always turn them off. Cause like, I just <laughs> like, it always hits that point where I'm like, <clears throat> I think to me at least you went past the perfect balance and you went into like crazy nonsense. And I know there are people out there that fucking love that shit, but it's just not, it's not me. 
puzzle people who design these kinds of puzzles um and this is something i noticed when looking at the credits uh this game actually has quite a bit of pedigree behind it in the sense that it was made by just the the one guy um whose name i've already forgotten sorry um but if you look at like the playtesters so the credits are actually quite long um and some of the playtesters include jonathan blow of braid frame um another famous brain twisting puzzle game uh Mm -hmm. draken who made starseed pilgrim uh, hey, what's no! up? Yeah. <laughs> We've come full uh, circle. So that's why this game sucked. No, just kidding. I'm like, wow. Wow. Uh, and <clears throat> Terry Cavanaugh, who made um, that game that I posted in chat earlier that's just a string of incomprehensible letters. No, um, no, I'm not into that. Fuck that I'm guy. not going to pronounce that one. That's not a puzzle game even, but like... You he's mean Dabababadalgarachtakamaininaronkonbron... Tanaron Duon Thun Trovar Kwanaksan Tukuhu Dene Thurunuk. I think you might have mispronounced it, but yeah, that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I uh, like how like James's pronunciation goes like a little bit Spanish and then it goes to like kind of yeah. Swedish and I was getting Nordic. Klingon out of that. Did anybody get that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but the more the more well known ones that this guy has made are V V V V V V uh mm. I made a throw an extra v in there super hexagon uh dicey dungeons which is a current one. Oh, um, i want to play that game dude this guy uh, has no respect for the english language and what a title should be like vvvv and this other thing i don't know vvvvv is an dicey excellent dungeons kind of yeah, with an excellent name hmm. okay um, well, there you go anyway uh so like and i'm sure most of the other names on there are like people who make games and care about games like they probably aren't just like randos and family members right because he's got fucking jonathan blow who i assume is busy i don't know i don't know what he does with all that braid money um he just slows down time makes me wonder (laughs) like his connections like if he just like reached out with the game or like maybe it's something where those guys saw because i know that this game was originally um like he just had like a short development version that he downloaded to uh itch.io or whatever and so and then he eventually made it into a full fudge game so i'm curious if like he knew these people or if like they saw this downloaded game and they were like hey dude let's help you out and like make a spectacular like full-fledged game like yeah it's very possible that it got a lot of intention because i guess it won a game jam in 2017 um Mm -hmm. i'm just reading the wikipedia page because on the fly research um so it won a game jam in 2019 so that may have like and you know if you're going to start working on something and like it already has creds you can be like hey i made this thing it won this award like would you mind taking a look at it and some people are going to be like nah i'm busy and other people are going to be like like i assume jonathan blow is um just like some kind of monster from outside of time and uh just it's like normal things that people write and do just like don't make sense to him because they are uh too linear and, and sensible yeah but if you present yep. him with a puzzle game he feels finally like he can speak to something mm-hmm. um so you know yeah that's interesting though they like all of those big names i mean i know i recognize a few of them and it kind of would just like make sense given like the puzzles in this game for sure yeah. So it has a surprising amount of pedigree for a person who I don't see, like, I don't really see them having made anything else, actually. Uh, Hempuli is their, like, developer tag. Um, so I don't know what else they did 
if anything. Um, presumably they were making games before this. This probably is not their very first game, but it's not like they had necessarily a ton of, um, you know, they're not like a big studio. There's one person they're using, uh, was it Multimedia Fusion 2, which is like not at all to talk down to it because people make very good games out of whatever tools. Like there's crazy good game maker games. Um, you don't have to like know C sharp to make a game. Um, you can just, I mean, the unity tutorials would argue differently, but, (laughs) oh, well, yes, now unity, unity has become the standard. Um, and so you kind of need to unity is weird because it tried to be one of those things where you, you you don't need to have programming, but you Mm -hmm. super fucking do. And everyone just ignores all the actual unity stuff. And it's like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Unity has this concept of levels where you might build a level. But we're not going to do that. We're going to put a God object at zero, zero, zero that's going to create the level off of a script. <laughs> yep. Yep. Did I fucking love Unity tutorials? They make me so happy because, like, yo, they're like, they run the gambit from, like, very, like, yo, I'm hitting the mainstream. Like, dude, anyone can make a game, bro. Check it out. It's easy. You don't have to code. And then you get this, like, you know, like, grizzled veteran that's just sitting there and they're like, first video they're like you're gonna need to fucking code that all that other shit is bullshit like don't even fucking think about that it's fucking like if you need to leave leave but i'm gonna the first thing i'm gonna do is open up this fucking text editor and if you don't know what the fuck's going on i will help you but like you cannot skip this and i just fucking love that i just love that honesty of just like no that's all fucking bullshit like no come here (laughs) and i'm I'm sure this guy knows how to code because you don't make a game like this without knowing how to code because this game is coding Yep. Like yeah. most, uh, not most, but a lot of modern puzzle games are coding in disguise. And by most, I mean Zachtronics games, actually. Um, mm-hmm. They're good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like all games have to walk the line of like, basically, like, we come from code. And as a result, like, we have to try really, really hard to make it seem like it isn't coming from code unless... You know, unless you want to go for that, like unless you want to go for a puzzle game that, you know, has stuff like this and things that are true and then all of a sudden it gets there. But TAS 100. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to go for it, go for it. But like a lot of games are just like, look at all these tricks that we do to make it seem like it wasn't coded. You know what I mean? Like you you can never like that's that's what I've always talked about when people ask me like because, you know, there's like all this like hype behind D&D now. It's like getting this huge resurgence. And in some senses, it's one of the most powerful games ever because it's free from code. And as a result, if you have someone who's creative that's running it, they could do crazy shit on the fly that the developer didn't make. Uh, and I think that's just one of the interesting things that games is always bound to. It's always bound to the code um, at its core. That's not exactly the problem there. The problem there is that it is not a bespoke experience. Because you can do pretty much anything in code. The problem is that it's packaged up and sent to you and no one's actively working on it. Um like you know tabletop simulator you can do those things you just need to have a person designing games before your very eyes um the problem is not code the problem is that it comes prepackaged, or that it takes a long time like if we could code super fast in the same way that we could think then it would be fine sort of thing so you're saying well then you'd still need someone generating content for you right like yeah or making those decisions right you'd need some kind of active human or i doesn't necessarily need to be human but some sort of creative element um, like you right. could have a deep dream game that every room you walk into is a deep dreamed version of a Metroid level or something. Um, in which case it, you'd haven't really gained anything. That's just procedural generation, but whatever. 
Oh, generation. But no, yeah, no, it's just like, look, it's, I'm not going to say we'll never get there, but at least at the moment we are strapped by what you've just mentioned. And it is very notable, the difference between the, the, the finite nature of video games that can be broken free with a creative person behind the realm of a game that allows them to actually make it on the fly. Um, obviously, that can also be a huge train wreck, too. But it's just it's interesting because I always think back that, like, you know, some games show their code a little more than other games do, but all of them are ultimately run on it. And it's essentially impossible to escape it, I think. Um, and like, I just think that's a very interesting thing when it's like, I don't play that much D&D, but when I do, I'm like, damn, we literally don't know where this can go because you can take this anywhere and you can fuck the rules. Like, who cares? Like, my favorite shit is when like, fucking <laughs> some of the people we play with are like, um, that attack should have killed that person because I know they have 120 health. And it's like, no, you don't. Shut the fuck up. And just because you said that, he has 130 health. Okay? <laughs> fuck you. And that's like the beauty. <laughs> that's the beauty of these games that are free from code. But anyways, depending on who I you digress. <laughs> wow, you play with some uh, some real rules lawyers in, the, in your group, don't you? You should remind yeah. them of rule zero. What is that? Uh, the DM is always right. The DM is right. Mm mm-hmm. Um, Which if, isn't if the necessarily DM, the best rule ever, but it is. it does work. It's necessary because the DM needs to be the adjudicator of the rules. And like the rules, D&D is not a simulator. There's like contradictions within the rules in some weird ways. Um, this is definitely an aside from Baba is You. But there's a fun <laughs> thing uh, called the Drowning Hospital. Um, so in 3.5 D&D, uh, when you started drowning, it gave you a couple, t- you could like hold your breath for so many turns and then you go to zero hit points and then you die the next turn. Right. Um, except you'll notice that it says you go to zero hit points, not that you drop to zero hit points. Um, because if you're, you can go into negative hit points. So if someone's at negative six hit points and bleeding out, you can grab them, shove their head in a bucket and wait until they start kicking because it's zero. <laughs> you're technically able to move. And you pull their head out, them. and you've you've healed them. The drowning well, that's fucking saved this person's life. <laughs> There's also I love the that shit. pole factory, oh which God. is just that ladders are ten feet and contain two ten foot poles in their construction, and you can break it in half and sell the two ten foot poles at a profit. It's weird. <laughs> uh, so it's not meant to. The thing is, is like it's not meant to be a simulator, right? Like these are things right. that are in the rules and are fucking broken. So if you're a GM, you have to say fuck you. No, exactly. Um, That's the middle finger from the GM is what has to solve that issue. It's just the fuck is wrong with you dude i thought you were my friend and he goes oh yeah my bad and the, you know like that's how that goes down because <laughs> it's supposed to be a collaborative experience and the gm gets that authority because they have to adjudicate the rules mm-hmm. um so Plus they can arc they can orchestrate incredible things they can put their artistry on the game they can make they can fudge the roles they can do stuff now it's a dangerous game to play with but you can do things that that you know it reminds me of like the age-old description of like does XCOM mess with the rule, like with the roles in the background? Like you don't know. And it's like, but the DM can like absolutely do that. Um, and they can absolutely withhold from doing that and kill you right before your very eyes. And you were like, I think you should cheat a little bit. And I live right. And they're like, no, you don't. But like they can do all of that. So that that's like just such a beautiful human element to add on top. I, I just think it's rad. Or it can suck depending on your GM. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baba is mm-hmm. you. 
Um, so I was going to ask James, because James, I know like for a while you were like, I'm ready for just like a feel good game and like a fun game. Yeah. Did you feel that with Bob as you? Absolutely. <laughs> this I'm game so was fun. You, bro. Good. Yeah. Um, I also mostly played this game by uh, freaking out about my computer being totally destroyed and watching a stream of McCoy play this game, Fuck yeah. um, which helped a lot with my enjoyment of it, I think. Um, dude, can we just say really, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but dude, James is God tier puzzle solving. I suspect that Adam also is. Although I didn't have this like direct experience with him, but the thing is like James was on a delay because he was watching it on his phone for some reason, and it was like like Zoe could see it like after it kept, I don't know a couple of it seconds. Kept it seemed freezing like and get, adding lag, and then I would reload the stream and go back in, and it would be good for like two seconds, and then be like uh uh uh, and then be good for the rest of the time. It just needed to add four seconds of lag every time. So like we would like go into a puzzle. <clears throat> And James would be seven seconds behind, and he would still be coming out ahead with like the solution. Like it was <laughs> unfucking believable. Like I was put to shame because for me, there's no lag, there's zero lag. I have all the advantages in the world, and I'm sitting here like, wait, what the fuck was I supposed to do? And James is like, sorry, I'm just loading in. Oh yeah, you know you could. And I'm like, no, no. How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> um, which was really impressive. Um, I think games like this like are are easily smoothed over in terms of like their difficulty curve i know this game gives you tools to like skip puzzles or whatever and it doesn't always like force you to do linear like you have to do the next one and then if you can't you can't but like playing with multiple people is like a great way to not be frustrated because then you're sitting there like fuck okay i i think i'm onto something and you're like discussing it with someone or you're sitting there like wait if i'm having trouble is everyone else having trouble and if everyone else is having trouble you feel all right or so it's just, it was, it was actually like a lot of fun to just like go through these puzzles together and people were just like throwing shit out there. Like, well, okay, hold on. I haven't solved this, but what if we just like try this shit? And then everyone's like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's roll with that. Let's roll with that. Okay. What, what if you do try that? And, uh, it, it's, it's interesting. I wonder how much more I would have been frustrated alone. Cause I'm just absolutely trash at puzzles and it's like truly embarrassing and Gabe makes fun of me constantly, but these two <laughs> fucking saw it live. Um, and so I wonder how much more frustrated I would have been with this game had I not played it with people. Um, but playing it with people, it was like zero frustration at all. It was like only pure like learning and puzzle solving and, and discussion and, and joy. So I don't know. But I, I do wonder. I do wonder about that. Like if I was alone, like would I have gone further in this game? Like probably not, maybe. I don't I mean, know. If I being somebody who like did play after that session of us all playing, and then the next day I logged in and played a couple of levels like on my own, like my patience was shorter mm-hmm. on an individual level. Um, like mm. this game was just like I. This game made me feel really dumb because I would be stuck on a puzzle for what felt like you know like a half hour and then i'd be like okay you know what i'm just gonna look up a walkthrough because this seems impossible and then it'd be like oh well you just have to move this tile here and you're like of fucking course okay. <laughs> well that was easy <laughs> like that's the problem like, with looking up a walkthrough need to have a like game a, like this yeah. yeah very true i've never read a walkthrough and been like that felt like the appropriate like you know care to take with your words choice you know i always just feel completely offended this is so matter of fact 
This game super cannot do that though. Like I was playing on a stream and someone who'd played the game before and is also very computery um, okay. simply mentioned, well, you've got another Baba, right? Because you've got the, the object text mm-hmm. Baba. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, well, that solves the puzzles for me. Like literally yeah. all they had to say was you have another one of these available. And I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. well, the puzzle solved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's one of those mind benders that like you either get or you don't get, but you think you're like, no, dude, I got the fucking rules. And I'm like, wait, I have another Bob. What the fuck? And it just changes the whole perspective. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I do think as a puzzle game goes, this was very cool. And I do think yeah. there's that premise that you're sort of hinting at in terms of like, it's like, do you have another Baba or like you have a ton of them? You have all the tiles are Baba if you can get away with it in the level. It's just such a cool playground like it just felt so free and i felt like there were a lot of ways that i don't know i remember that like it was a long long time ago um maybe even in college adam but you were talking to me about this concept of like you want the player to feel like he solved it in his own unique way or you want to at least allow unique solutions that feel kind of like cheating but are just make you making your own fun um, oh yeah that's the the in the portal devlogs they mentioned ninja solution that's probably what you're talking about it's, it's something like that i feel like there are ninja solutions in this game that feel badass to pull off and i don't they might just be the standard solution but it just feels like there isn't just one solution in this game maybe there probably is for plenty of the levels there's maybe there's only one but some of them it feels like you're really just doing some weird ass shit to like get around their their stuff but it's not get around their stuff like it's all contained um, it always feels like you're breaking that game because it's like, haha, look, I just made all the walls into Babas and I'm a swarm of Babas marching towards the flag. Take that, world. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. And the devs Fuck like, your yes. logic. Yes. <laughs> That's like level like seven or something. You have to do that. It's You just have to make all the walls into Babas. And it's like, easy, problem yeah. solved. Just make everything Babas. Yeah. Wait. I think that? that that's actually... That's actually one of the ways you can do it. The other way is say wall is you and then just march in to the flag as the wall right yeah either one of these is nonsense yes yeah nonsense in any normal way right like (laughs) all the games literacy you have is like but it's great (laughs) but like it's it's so great to be like wall is you and then just march the walls around Yeah, oh, yeah. God. I think like the one that really resonated with me was like it was one of the like one of the beginning levels, but where you have to be like lava is push, and like there's just like this little like block of lava <laughs> that you just push out of the way to get to the flag, and you're like, wait, I can do this? Like this doesn't seem right, but because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a river and you're pushing an entire lateral section of the river away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will say, like, these levels are so masterfully made. Like, I, I, I could not possibly fathom, ha- I don't know how you make these, but they just, they dripped of artistry. Like, especially a lot of them with complex solutions. It's like, oh my God, how did you make this? Like, I'd be curious to know if they reversed out of it. Like, did they back out of it or did they have the solution? Like, how, what's the method to come up with something that is just so elegantly made you know what i mean that has such an elegant solution and elegantly like points you in the way and like it just it feels like no stone is out of place in this in this game and it's just that that to me was like just stunning like totally it just it felt so thought through one fun thing that i learned um 
talking with someone else about this game is that uh so you guys did you ever beat any of the the like the extra levels the harder ones yeah yeah a couple of them yeah yeah so those are you know they're pretty devilish and apparently they were just they used to just be part of the mainline game like they were level like seven or eight or whatever in a given world or whatever um and uh they looked the 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 dev looked at the completion rates and was like actually we're gonna put these over here instead (laughs) yep Yep. so yeah those ones tend to be more in line with what you're talking about uh where it's like each of the puzzle elements is perfectly aligned like there's no wall that isn't carefully placed to make your life miserable yep but yeah even the ones where it's like it's stuff is just there for theming like you'll be stuck in a box and the rules are outside but there's like pipes and robots out there just having a good time and you can't interact with them they're just there having a good time that's nice yeah it's it's fun it's 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 fun fun to look at they they did a really good job making it fun to look at um i would argue that it is fun to look at if you turn off the fucking moving back and forth (laughs) the wobble wobble is great i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) maybe that's just me (laughs) it's very good that they included that though because i was streaming this to some friends and one of them was me like this is giving me a headache please turn this off dude exactly (laughs) i empathize with that person (laughs) like my god um yeah it's just it's just yeah the art style is like joyous like it just it this game is like kind of delightful Almost, you know, it, it's, it's, um, and that definitely and makes up for when you're screaming at a puzzle for being impossible until you finally figure <laughs> out that you were being stupid the whole time. Um, that was right, and you have an undo button. Game. I was going to say that's so friendly too. Like you can just step back. Like, it's not really about that. It really is about just solving it, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause like I fucked up plenty of times with just pure mechanics. Do you know what I mean? Like where James would be like all right, man, all you got to do is take this to there. And I would like somehow interpret that just completely the wrong way and just like push something up against a wall so I could never get it again and just be like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is impossible, right? And James is like, yes, what the fuck? And then I just like back up a hundred steps and we'll be fine. So that's very friendly in that way, which I appreciate a lot. It, I don't know. It just, yeah, it, it's not trying to like get you. It's trying to like let you mess with shit and just figure it out and 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 constantly explore the idea of like can i do this i think this works so i would like, say yes i would say it is trying to get you just in very particular ways um like i will often enter into a level and f- fiddle around with it for a little while and i'll be like yeah this is actually impossible and i think i can prove that <laughs> and then i would try like proving that it's impossible and it's like oh no there's the okay fine you win <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat this level, but fucking... I'm not gonna be happy about it. <laughs> I can't believe you'd have the audacity to be like, "This is unsolvable." Like, I, I would never trust myself to make a statement like that. I'm like, I've got to be wrong. Well, I mean, like but, that's the intuition. I know it's obviously right. wrong because, right? Holy, holy hell! What a dick move would that be to have a puzzle game where just like <laughs> a level in there is you can't beat it. Oh my god, dude! That'd actually, like that'd be awesome. Then it like cuts to like the aversion fucking art style where it, like slows the fucking music down and like cuts it into like a more horror perspective and it just can't be solved. And then it turns yeah. into a two D side scroller platformer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my god, dude! I'm into this. Don't um, be. That's a bad thing to be into. <laughs> Are you game shaming me, bro? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I'm that this before is, we'll do it again. 
I think that this is the best puzzle game that we've played so far. On the well, you don't want to stick your neck out for the gardens between. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was your game, James? Yeah. So is this. what else is on this list? I don't know. Uh, I think the pilgrim, Starseed Star pilgrim, pilgrim, is technically qualifies. A, a, a puzzle game. Or maybe not technically, but theoretically, plausibly a puzzle game. Okay. It is an interactive experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of putting it. I guess that counts for something. I guess Donut County is a puzzle game. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's not really puzzly though. It's like more, I don't know, move around until you get everything. Like, it, mm. I'm trying to think of, like, games that require logic. Like, Gardens Between and Starseed Pilgrim are probably, like, the two that I can think of that, like, where you really have to think before you proceed. I disagree Maybe, in terms of... Like, Black Bar. The Gardens Between. <laughs> I never well, thought Black before Bar- I proceeded in the <laughs> Gardens Between, except, like... Yeah, you just times. lined up the fucking antenna with the lightning bolt just casually, you know? No, 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 not that one. Like, it's just, like, in general with that game, like, the puzzles were walk forward and then walk backward and then walk forward and then walk backward and then you're done. Dude, well, can you not spoil, like, the entire game for the audience? <laughs> <laughs> It's like that game. Well, has everyone here played Limbo? No. Well, never mind. Is Limbo the one from Ins? Is that the first game from the people who did Inside? Okay, I haven't played that, but it's on my list. Well, never mind on that point. Uh, (laughs) Is it like a similar puzzle style though? Of like, so. the thing that I tend to look at with puzzle games, I mentioned this before, but it's like how the how they teach you and how they introduce mechanics and, and get you to like learn, because that's what a lot of puzzle games do. Zachtronics games are very good instances of puzzle games. If you guys want to play good puzzle games, Zachtronics is primo for that. Um, TS100, Space Chem, Opus Magnum, I think. is. I always get it mixed up, whether it's Magnum Opus or Opus Magnum. Um and uh exapunks i think are his big puzzle titles um not his it's like a very small studio but i it's zachtronics and zach is a name so eh. anyway um those are all good puzzle games uh they all do the teaching thing they're all secretly computer science in disguise like baba is you um they all get harder and harder and harder until you die um But yeah, like of the games we've played, this is, I think, definitely the best puzzle game. Also, its iteration, like loop time period, is very short, which made it good as well. The one thing that we haven't seen in a puzzle game, Starseed Pilgrim had this to some degree, but no one really got there. Um, so That sounds right. Mist. <laughs> yeah. has, anyone <laughs> else, has anyone here played Mist? No. Yeah. Close enough. That's one person. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it is pretty old game, though. I feel like you're like well within your rights to spoil some shit about Mist at this point. <laughs> this isn't so much a spoiler as just like how, like why their puzzles worked, in my opinion. Um, so say I made this game Mist, and you wander around these islands and and solve wacky little puzzles and stuff. Uh, and they made like five of these games. Um, and Abduction is the spiritual successor to that. If you want to play one that isn't from 1990. Uh, anyway. Um, 
the reason why these games work is that you'll walk around in kind of this just this area and then you'll find what is clearly something like interesting you'll have buttons and levers and dials and there will be things like orbs or or blocks or like tram cars or something over there and you can pull the levers and press the buttons and things will move around in front of you um but they never tell you where you're trying to go uh and they never tell you like they never tell you what the end state should look like um they just tell you what your tools are and what they do but they don't even really tell you that they just make you figure it out um so when you finally figure out where you're trying to go it is a goal that you have come up with it's not a goal the game has told you you have um so it's much more powerful as a motivator uh Whereas, you know, most puzzle games, including Baba as you, will set out like, okay, you got to get this thing to that place, or you got to get all these orbs to the to the orb pit, or, you know, you got to make such and so many of these things um, using these particular sliding tracks. I love um, bringing orbs to the orb pit. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. It's basketball, right? Exactly. <laughs> basketball, famous puzzle game. Um so like they'll tell you that and then that's just what you do and it's kind of a thing that the game is asking you to do and then you do it for the game um right. in mist and partly in starseed pilgrim they're just like here's some stuff and then you're like cool i want to do this with this stuff and the game's like well you better figure out how then mm-hmm. and that's the interesting part um, do you that think is the puzzle like that style is under attack in the modern day just in the sense of in order it feels like the barrier not the barrier but almost like the 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 energy required to like make your own goal in games is like higher than it is if they just tell you and like i feel like with all these evolutions of like i press the button and it tells me where to go and what to do you know it gives the arrow on the ground right that like walks me to the npc and then it like will highlight the dialogue option that i need to press like i feel like no but like it's like seriously like i feel like that's like trained us all in some senses whether we liked it or not to be like way more like game do a flip for me now because i'd like to be entertained as opposed to the other way around and so i feel like mist and stuff in games like that like for those who can still do that that still have the ability to be like no fuck it i'm gonna fuck around in this i'm not gonna you know submit to the temptation of just go playing counter-strike again i'm going to fucking play this game (laughs) and enjoy myself like then you'll get quite the rewards as you said like because you've, you've made your own goals but like i feel like it is harder and i feel like those games are essentially like going out of style if not already woefully out of style because everyone just expects the game to do a backflip don't you think they were never in style hmm. i mean they, they sort of were back before like what i call the questometer existed and like the objectives <laughs> list existed um but a lot of those games are just frustrating because like an npc would tell you like hey we gotta get up the beach to that bunker or whatever and then you're like okay but which bunker and what beach am i on and where what do we do and it was just confusing and unpleasant but it wasn't your goal either um and you do have some modern games that do this like dark souls sort of does this right it's just like (laughs) (laughs) fuck write it down I like Dark Souls. And it, it's just like, ring some bells, dipshit, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then you yeah. have to figure everything out from there. Um, so Dark Souls has the same kind of thing. You're like, there's a cool place. I want to go there. Um, so it's not that these games have disappeared. It's that they were never really all that common, and they remain uh, kind of understated. I think that it takes more effort and energy to subject yourself to this. 
Um, it isn't kind of a game that you veg out and play. But, like, I mean, hell, you're playing a puzzle game with Mist, at least. It's like you're not coming there to veg out. Um, Dude, what's crazy is that the amount of veg out puzzle games are on mobile. You know? Like, they to- that this genre like, totally like exists fucking on Candy mobile. Crush? Yeah. Is, candy- I don't, I don't, is, that, <laughs> is that a puzzle? I, don't, I wouldn't fucking know. I wouldn't claim to know exactly. But I just remember, like, back in the day, it was, like, all this, like, fucking puzzle shit on my iphone one you know what i mean just like I, I, just all of it it was like the, the dominant category i think perhaps like so we're stretching like match three games and puzzle games <laughs> um right i was gonna say something like candy crush doesn't really require much thought whereas like, yeah traffic well, you're just clearly not playing iteration the highest until, level obviously iteration until you get the right rng to win and then you feel good about it because you had to make the choices that weren't the wrong ones and there were lots of explosions in, along the way, and, and plus big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, my dopamine is, is dripping all over the table now. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go back to playing Call of Duty now and get my challenges. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious to me that Call of Duty, the new one, they've like made their experience system and whatever else like a little bit more understated. Like they had to like take a step back from the fucking ridiculous dopamine hits that were like literally like a dude coming out of the screen and punching you. Like, you know, I think the metal fucking core, like, yeah, you leveled up. Yeah. Like they had to like take a step back from that. And they were like, um, okay, we're gonna be a little more chill this time around. Um, <laughs> it's just so funny to me that they like somehow found like too far. <laughs> and if I like, come back, <laughs> what the fuck, man? So Bob is you, you get experience points and you level up. And then at one point in time, you can get the, the master sword, which what allows you? you to break any wall tile, um, three times, right? I did not right? find the master sword. What the fuck? I got the oh, shotgun, well, so I don't know what you're doing. Oh damn! I yeah, must have been playing on hard kills. mode or something. Yeah, it's actually it's you have to it's it's um it's what the fuck is it? It's like there's like an extra tile that you like it's like hidden and you have to get it and it just comes Baba is Doom and then it just like cuts into a <laughs> fucking Doom game. You get a shotgun, all sorts of crazy shit. One thing I did notice is that, so on the overworld of Baba is You, and this is just actually a really cool design thing that they did, um, you move around a cursor uh, on the overworld, and you can also like step back in time, just like you can do the same reverse button. It's just using mm. the same rules, right? Uh, it's mm. using the same kind of engine. And in the very bottom corner of the uh, uh, of the world map, there is Baba is You, and I think Flag is Win or something like that. Um, and notably, you can move those around... Or you could move those around if you could get there, um, which is interesting. And I kind of wonder if that's going to come into play if I spend 50 hours on this game. <laughs> I hope it does. <laughs> is Adam going to spend yeah, I mean, 50 hours on this game? <laughs> I can appreciate that this game has so many levels. But then again, it almost just seems like puzzle overload as well of just like, this is <laughs> this is too much. But I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I'll ever finish the game. But if anyone does, let me know how it goes. <laughs> I can so, tell you with certainty, I will never finish this. Game. <laughs> so like, there is zero chance. I believe so you funny. can get to. So, so real quick, there's like completionist finish the game, which is to beat all the levels, which is not necessary, um, because you can skip. You can kind of skip levels here and there um, and all that stuff. But if you get like three of the big flowers, and I don't, I never figured how that whole system works. Uh, it unlocks a door in the overworld, and that gives you a level that's a, that is titled A Way Out? Question um, mark, Which includes the uh, 
not adjective, what do we call them? Uh, Damn it. Attribute, yes. The attribute end. Um, mm. And I didn't solve that level, but I think that is the, so to say, short version final, like probably the credits roll level. Um, on how long to beat this game says it takes about four and a half hours, which is about where I am. Um, so I suspect that someone moving through this game and trying to beat it you could just go through and beat that level. And there would be a whole bunch of other levels. There's like something like 200 actual levels in this game. Jeez. Um, Damn. But, you know, you don't need to do that. That's the completionist ending or the completionist how long to beat, which is like 45 hours or something. Yeah, and I don't want to get too meta, but like here's another like fucking, whoa, that's a curveball. Like, dude, are you high? But like you don't need to do anything. <laughs> like you don't need to beat the game even at all. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that you can self-select how much you want to put into this game. Mm -hmm. Um, Most puzzle games, not most, but many puzzle games now that get harder and harder until your brain melts, like, that's kind of what they do, is they, you know, take this as far as you want, and then give up, I guess. Yeah, which is, like, totally reasonable. And I think, like, it's one of those funny things, like, I would recommend this to fucking anybody. But I would also say, like, just in case you realize you don't have free will, like, you can stop whatever you want, (laughs) like, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like do play the game like do come the beginning is so exciting and so cool because it's just like it's so novel it just it felt so alien like wow the rules in this game are not as they appeared um based on the tiles and it's like i don't know it's just that that cool idea of like if you're building something like until you've completed it it's not the thing like if you're building a clock and it's like not quite working correctly because you know instead of going up to fucking 60 minutes it just goes to 61 because you haven't programmed that piece in then it's not a clock yet you know and if it goes to 60 and then it starts over again but it doesn't yet you know increment the next hour like then that's not a clock yet either but eventually at some point it becomes a clock because the rules have been put in place and it actually does the thing you want to do but this game it feels to me a lot like they're playing with like oh it's not a clock yet and in fact we're never going to like totally get to a clock we're going to do some weird shit where you just break the fuck out of this game and and that's like I just I don't know it's just it's just endlessly fascinating to to watch them play around with that stuff and just be like I, I have to like ignore what I think is true and just figure out what is actually true, you know, and and fuck around with that. So stuff's cool, man. Mm. All right. Well, um, I, I also think... figured out that this okay. game was stolen. What? So I well I just grabbed this off off of the Wikipedia page, but apparently, when RV Takari um he like I t- I told you that he like downloaded or like he had the developed version available for download on itch.io. Yeah. Um, and apparently, after it won um it won like some award at the Independent Games Festival in 2018 and after that some French developing company stole the game's premise and published it as an app on the Apple App Store wow like, an exact replica of the game same mechanics wait i feel like i saw on the that app store. on the app store like year a while ago i mean i feel like that's just mobile gaming like at this point yeah, like are we getting right. to the point where it's just like an homage now like cuz like clash of castle clans candy is like the game that's advertised to me every 10 seconds and so yeah i just feel like it sounds like this was marketed as baba is you is that right well it wasn't under the name baba is you but it basically had like the exact same like (laughs) 
flag game mechanics is you. of <laughs> yes. so stupid shit. No, it, it was kick A's you. <laughs> they just yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I i wasn't quite sure i tried to look um, further into it and didn't find anything but yeah so apparently I, I think it just borrowed like the exact game premise but not actually the characters and apparently it was like a bitch to get taken down from the app store because it was just hard to convince apple that like this is my game <laughs> and these guys just stole it and but, apple doesn't give a shit that's their secret yeah. Well, product. I mean, they yeah, eventually took it down, the so credit store. to them. <laughs> yeah. The Android store is like, no, but that copy is making hella money. Like, why would we take that down? Um, I mean, I maybe this is slander because I am only dimly remembering this, but I remember something about someone saying that they had something on some sort of platform somewhere, sometime. No, um, so on the Apple okay. store, uh, <laughs> as I recall it, is that someone had their game or app or whatever stolen by Chinese developers, which is the classic story. Mm-hmm. And uh, they tried to get it. Or, and no, and then the Chinese developers tried to get their stuff taken down. And because yeah. Apple is such a huge market in China, uh, like the Apple store just a- Apple kind of needs China. Um, they were just like, well, yep, sorry. Dude, there like are that. weird Apple cases will almost like always side with China because it doesn't because of some weird law shenanigans that and, and also because of money mostly because money money is 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 definitely a factor I was I, I like okay I will tell a equally um fuzzy and detailed a story like you that has zero basic but it's like um there was someone was telling me the other day about this example of like a YouTube clip that was like talking about like a particular glitch in a game like that he was like walking through the pieces of it and he was saying like here's how you activate this glitch and then like a television program like took that footage or at least footage that looked identical to the way he did it and like used it in their uh like television show and then later put their television show on youtube and then proceeded to shut his shit down despite oh having it God. been there for like seven years prior so there's weird stuff like that and and probably it's not as malicious as it sounds it's probably some guy who's just like wait but just like the dates in that case are just so ridiculously different. Like, wait, this has been here for seven years and yours just came and you're telling he, you, wait, what? Like, but yeah, there's weird stuff like that. Turns out, um, if you want to have a voice, be a big company, right? right. I mean, that makes right. sense America. to me. Yeah, I've been trying to be a big company for a long time. I have not succeeded. <laughs> uh, I'll let you guys know when I get there. Gosh, should we rate this thing and get out of here? What do you guys think? I think, sure. I think so. Yeah, okay. sounds great. sounds great okay um i guess i'll just go first i already said the shit i i I thought about this game like dude yo uh everyone should play this game i think it's just fun and interesting and novel and cool and delightful and playful and joyous and don't forget that you can stop whenever you want and i won't shame you for it um that's basically my review of this game um i will though the cowards yeah <laughs> weird flex but okay like what's your hour count in this game um uh, i was actually uh looking at your guys's hour counts and uh mm-hmm. it looks like your yeah. guys are uh i didn't notice james's because i think he was playing it very last minute um i mean i mostly just watched mccoy play it i played yeah like maybe an hour by myself 
So I looked at uh, yeah Zoe and McCoy's hour counts, and I was like, hmm, under three hours each. That's interesting. I'm over here petting my four and a half hour. <laughs> it was really fascinating. That, that, was that Zoe's in particular is mine plus hers. So. Oh, that's true. Right, yeah, because yeah. I watched all that. Mm-hmm. That's a nice four and a half hour count you have there, but have you heard about five? Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, this is a cool game. And I, I don't know, like, I, I'm curious if people out there don't have experience with, you know, coding and stuff like that. I, I think they would still greatly enjoy this game. Um, but it's like a, it's a, it's a mind fuck. So be ready for that shit. Um, but, but yeah, do it, man. I mean, it's not that expensive. It's cool. Like, this is a novel fucking thing. Like, you should try it, um, bro. And uh, I guess that means, uh, I think two thumbs up for me. Yeah. Fuck, I should pick someone. Okay, um, James, what's up, dog? Yo, James what's was up? the one that picked it. Shouldn't he Fuck. go last? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, uh, Adam, last, yo, you bro? have great opinions. Yeah, I think so, bro. <laughs> Hey, it's almost like we've been doing this for like a long time now, and we still don't know how the fuck our own stuff works. Dude, thank God. Because the second we understand it, it just gets lame, right? Yeah. Is that how that works? Who yeah. told this you is that? what keeps it interesting. <laughs> what keeps it cool, bro. Anyway, uh, um, so I would agree broadly. Um, it's a very solidly made puzzle game. Um, the difficulty ramps up quite quickly, but not in a way that feels bad. Um, a little bit like Starseed Pilgrim did. Like, well, not like Starseed Pilgrim. Starseed Pilgrim was like, here's the first thing you have to do. It's impossible. And here's the next thing you have to do. It's even more impossible. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Baba Is You is just a solid puzzle game. Um, it does a great job of making you think in the right ways. Um, it, I think, succeeds at the stated goal, uh, you know, until the later levels where they have to start having multi-step problems before, you know. But yeah. generally speaking, it is just one or two things. That it's like, ah, that's that's the trick. Um, and that aha moment is usually very nice, mm. um, even if it's a little bit difficult to get to the execution of that aha moment. Once you've figured out the approach, you've kind of solved it. Um it's, you know, excellent production quality. Um, Baba is very precious, and I would protect Baba. I don't even need to know if they're a sheep or a rabbit. It doesn't matter. I'll protect them um, <laughs> until they become a wall or a swarm of Babas or lava. Who knows? Um, yeah, so Baba similarly, two thumbs up. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baba consumes all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two thumbs up for me. Sweet. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm going to give this game... Um, I'm going to give this game two thumbs up with the caveat of just be kind to yourself. This game does have, like, <laughs> you know, get up, drink some water, um, go for a walk. You know, those annoying, like, game notifications of, like, now would be a great time to go outside. Maybe you should follow those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, no, I, I really enjoyed Baba's You, um, despite Adam calling me out on my playtime, which, you know, damn, dude, called out. Um, but no, I, I, had a, I had a fun time with it. A really unique concept to a puzzle game. So simplistic, yet so complex. And I think the juxtaposition of the simplicity 
the, the seemingly simplistic design coupled with how mind-bendingly um, complex these puzzles are. Um, like, it makes for a very trying experience, yet a very rewarding experience once you uh, complete the puzzle. Um, and, you know, this game had a lot of, a lot of frustrations for me, but also a lot of rewards, and I can appreciate that. And, you know, I, I side with Adam, you know, I, I'll die for Baba. Like, Baba is everything. Baba is love. Um, oh Baba for president 2020. Oh um, <laughs> Finally, a human, an adult. Like, you know, those, those bumper stickers, just any adult. <laughs> Have you guys seen the bumper stickers for uh, Giant Meteor 2020? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tagline is just, just end it all. Just end it all. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, okay, wait, sorry. Really funny uh instance in this game was like at the very end of our like play session which was james zoe and i and like there was this moment where like zoe does this thing where she just wants to communicate to the world that she's burnt the fuck out and kindly says hey maybe we should take a break or like be done or something and james just goes no and then we like play one more level and Zoe literally doesn't say a single thing the entire time and you can tell her eyes are just rolling in the back of her head and there's like like fucking stars <laughs> spinning around her head and she just knocked the fuck out and it was just this moment of James was like nice easy puzzle and then I was just <laughs> it was so funny just like wow um we should maybe stop you guys let's just fucking call it a day but it was just so funny like to just watch James just be like casual like no another and you're like damn okay <laughs> oh man speaking of james what'd you think another uh yes another it was good no uh i think um i definitely think i agree everyone should play this game baba is life um and it's lots of fun, but I don't know how much time I'm going to go back and put into it, to be honest, despite really enjoying my time. I think that, like, playing it with you, McCoy, and Zoe, like, kind of spoiled me for playing it by myself. Um, just because, like, when, when you have that, like, joy of, of seeing success in a puzzle, like, all the time, it really kind of sucks to go back to only some of the time seeing success. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of like the crack. Yeah. Like equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, great, great game. Really enjoyed it. Um, two thumbs up. Sick. That's probably the highest rated game we've played. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's so funny because yeah. none of us are going to play anymore. Yeah, like, right? fuck that. <laughs> I promise you, no one's booting that shit up again. Like, <laughs> um, cool. So wait, so basically like, if those, for those of us that are, are following the fucking random order and the system, quote unquote, I say system as if there's anything that makes any sense to this podcast. Um, yeah, like I've just been slowly giving my turn away a million times to other people. And so Zoe's actually up next. Um, and what are we playing next? Yes, sir. Um, all right. So to end 2019, to end this decade, you know, with a with a timeless classic, um, while also having a little bit of fun in just making fun of this 
good bad game. A game that didn't start out as being a bad game. A game that took itself seriously, but over time has now just become very meme-worthy. Um, we're gonna play Heavy Rain to close out 2019 with. And as someone who loves to be very critical of David Cage and also just make fun of all of his director decisions i am so pumped for this so <laughs> we are going to oh, uh God. we're going to play heavy rain and we're gonna try you know the keyword try um try playing this game you know as a as a group uh where we all watch and just kind of make fun of this game mystery uh, mystery science theater 3000 style um Maybe it'll be recorded, maybe not, but it'll be fun discussion all around. Um, I'm frankly quite excited for it. So uh, strap in, because the next three weeks are going to be all about finding your son. Yeah. And oh, is that what screaming. that game's about? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if you don't like that, like it's, a, I think, ample time for you to find another podcast. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yo, before we wrap up, Adam, you had an announcement? Uh, yes, of sorts. Um, I also could have just disappeared. So I'm planning on uh, kind of stepping back for some time uh, from the podcast. So it's been a great time, and perhaps I will reappear one day, but I will not be here for Heavy Rain and probably will not be here for several time, several games after that. Several to many, and perhaps. We will see. So now you know that the academic discussion in our podcast is just going to go completely down. Yeah, it's done. Perfect for Mystery Science Theater 2000 style. (laughs) We're all going to be like, I like this game. It had no flaws. Uh... Yeah, we'll, we'll like to change our rating system to just thumbs up. Yeah, exclusively. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> no, what we just oh, have man. to do is just be like really like so wrong with our academic discussion that Adam will just be tilted into coming back on the podcast where he'll like or he'll he'll, he'll just appear for the first twenty minutes of the podcast, being like, okay. I, I wasn't here the, for the last two episodes. However, in your Orwell episode, you said yes. this. That is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I have some notes. Hold on, hold on. Let me just adjust my glasses really quickly. What the fuck were you talking about here? It's like yeah. I know when you and guys record, so I can just show up and be like, "Hey, hey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're gonna like do any permission things to stop. You should just like show up in the Craig recording, and like we'll have to fucking insert it in there before this whole shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or we um, just keep our normal like local recordings and we do that awkward thing where like we're all just in there like because someone else is talking we're just like trying to listen <laughs> oh my God. yeah that's yeah that's what really makes for good listening that's what'll keep keep the listeners coming back for more yeah it's just yeah. long inexplicable pauses with occasional weird quiet chuckles you don't yes. you don't yeah. like that yeah yeah that's um if i were to be reviewing that on on say a games club podcast podcast yeah um how many thumbs would you give that <laughs> that specifically like yes uh about um positive 30 so going back to my original voting system about 20 points oh <laughs> wow out of that's pretty high i'm not gonna say out of how many <laughs> you know how my system it's, works yeah my god oh man all I can say is just thank you so much for all that you've contributed to this podcast, man. Absolutely. It's like so many great discussions and so many great points and, and just ways to think about things that 
that are just so unnatural to me that I just love to play with because they're just like it's such an academic rigor and a and a, a focus on game design principles that I just don't have. I think that's so awesome and and thank you for all of that and also just all the fucking discussions over the years we've had about games and stuff. I know it has helped shape the way I look at things uh, and exclusively for the better. So I, I thank you for that a lot. Well, thank you. Yeah, and, or perhaps you're welcome. And also, it's, say, and it's don't not and like don't think that we're not going to get rid of the buttered up already sound clip. Oh, that buttered boy. up already sound clip will just be here. For yeah, do we have permission to use your dark soul and dark soul? Do we have permission to use that? <laughs> sure. <or> like, yeah. <laughs> that's our homage to you. It's just fucking years later. He's like, guys, can you fucking retire that? Like, nope. <laughs> yeah once i've given you permission once it's i cannot revoke that permission yeah because we have it recorded that, i thought that's how it works right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway um yeah so thank you for having me on this and perhaps one day i will return and perhaps i will even start listening to the podcast that could hey. also happen. That'd be fucking crazy holy shit <laughs> god we'd have a listener then <laughs> <laughs> Someone will actually mail into tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com. Dude, hell yeah. Yes. If you give us less than a five-star review, I swear to fucking God, all the nice shit I said about you is going out the fucking It's going to be like one star. Honestly, this Where podcast could use go? improvement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus, it's not like... It's he was not like, the only sensible one on this podcast. What the fuck happened? Like... It's not like Uber reviews or anything like that where it's like, uh, I'm going to give this person a four star. And then it's like, oh, no, I lost my job. Like, that's yeah, not what no, happens really. on Apple Podcasts. Actually, it kind of is. It actually kind of is because there's so many podcasts out there that if you look at a podcast and it's like averaging three stars or four stars, it's like, why? Why? Because you could just go to the other one that has 100,000 five star reviews. It, like, I feel like rating systems just go that way. Yeah. Like, Pretty yeah, much it's all weird, corporate rating systems, if you don't give somebody a five stars, it's like a big problem. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's, we should just retire that. Let's get rid of rating systems and let's get rid of car alarms. Okay. Y- y- well, that. What? Do you just want to steal cars? Cause so much bullshit. Like, it's unfucking believable. You just. How many James, times? Have you ever heard a car alarm and you were like, hmm, this sounds like a problem. I'm going to get up and investigate. And perhaps if there's a burglary, I will call 911 and have the cops come. Oh, of course not. I would never do that. <laughs> no one ever would. It's just annoying and loud. You could just steal your car, steal cars, and it would just be annoying and loud. And that's the only difference. <laughs> Dude, I want to, like, go up to those guys and, like, fucking reprimand them and be like, listen, here's how you break into a car while going around the alarm. Because if you're going to steal my shit... Can you do it quietly and let me fucking sleep so I can think about how I'm going to buy a new car adequately the next day as opposed to having like a headache? Could you? Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Or just yeah, have car bad. alarms Dude. just play music super loud. That's <laughs> and you get to customize it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, that's fucking better than being like, is that my car alarm and not knowing and then having like eight people leave their fucking house and like looking out the fucking. Uh, yeah, right. And they all have their keys. And they're like beeping it like lock. Like, is yeah. it me? Like, yeah, you could customize that sake. shit. It'd be good. Dude, it was crazy. For like a good six months, there was a pure standoff between Elena and my upstairs neighbor because Elena's car is pretty sensitive from the car alarm standpoint, which fucking sucks. But it's not like that sensitive. It's not like you tap it and it goes off. But it's like if you shake it, it'll go off. And then the and it's parked in the carport. And then the other spot of the carport is the upstairs neighbor who parks his like souped up like custom car that has like an extra like 
I don't know, whatever the fuck you would put into a car to make it louder and more annoying and probably also more powerful and faster and cooler. But like he turns that shit on and literally like clockwork just sets Elena's car off. And it was a standoff of like, who's going to fucking move? One of the two of you needs to get your shit together. Uh, like just move it. it. Oh my God, that's so stupid. You would think it'd be him, right? And that's what Elena's theory was. But he would have thought, I guess, would have thought it was her. And so, like, it was a standoff for six months until I was like, Elena, I know this is fucked up, but we're very passive people. So can you just move your car and we don't have to talk to them? <laughs> I just, yeah. Anyways, I think. All right. I'm stopping. We might recording. be at the end. Okay. All right. Yeah. Everyone, thanks for listening. Thank you, Adam. And everyone else, take care. Great choice. Fuck yeah. Covered in butter.